Hello, this is Dee, also known as Film Imprint, coming back again today to the podcast known as Write What You Want to Read and Draw What You Want to See. And, um, yeah, through my many, many years of experience with doing digital art, anime, cartooning, and it went all the way from the bottom to the top, uh, through that and everything, learned all my way around Procreate and everything, and it was such a bumpy ride. And speaking of a bumpy ride, of my most recent adventure in the writing world, I did a first and second draft to a book and a first draft to another book and everything and I've learned so much and I have gotten all the tips, tricks, what not to do's and have compiled it into these podcasts episode by episode. You will be learning much more from me than pretty much anyone else that I know of in your creative journeys throughout this wacky world of art and being an artisan. Let's get started. Hello, it is I, your precious piece of pasta, and you are my precious pride for packing peanuts. And it's almost the end of Pride Month! Wow, we... Wow, this month went by fast, eh? But soon enough, we'll be celebrating July 4th with fireworks and fun times and family and everything, so that'll be awesome. So, let's get into this. So today is obviously art. And, if you remember from, I believe it's Monday's podcast, I talked about um, recreating famous paintings and talked about also how that was a possible part one. Well, this is my possible part two. Woo! So, um, last time I mainly, from what I remember, I, main, I mainly talked about all, mostly the setup and getting the sketching done for it. So if I repeat myself at all, I'm sorry, I don't always listen back to my own podcasts. I just, you know, I just go off what I remember most times. But anyway, so let's get into this. So we left off, like I said, after the prep and everything and getting the studying done and all of that. And the next, and we've gotten our sketching done. So that's good. The next step is, of course, following the steps to creating an art project. Now, if you don't know these steps by now, you should go back to one of my very first podcasts where I talk in depth about my art process, but basically it goes sketching, inking, colors, shadows and highlights, plus lights as well if there are light sources, and possibly After Effects. Now, After Effects, um, depending on what you're doing, may or may not actually you know, you may or may not actually use them. I typically use them, so I list them as a step. So, let's get started. So, like I said, we've done our sketching, now we need to do our inking. But the thing is, is last time, yet again, we're recreating the bedroom in Arl, I believe, by Vincent Van Gogh. And the thing is, is Depending on what art piece you're recreating, whether or not you're recreating the bedroom in Arl or bedroom in Arl like I am or not, makes this inking very interesting. Because I make the inking very apparent because it's very apparent in the painting. If you actually look at um, bedroom in Arl 2, the second version of the painting, which is the one I'm looking, which is the one I'm looking to recreate, in in my own way the thing about it is is that you can clearly see 
black lines of paint put either put over sketches or used as sketches I don't really know but you can clearly see it through well not necessarily even through just you can see it in the painting you know as outlines and things like that and at times you know it has different thicknesses and stuff like that but what really matters is that we can see it that's what matters and the reason why that matters is because we need to know whether or not to have it blend in with everything else because for me there's two main types of inking there's black inking for like cartoon characters you know how they often have the black outline or you know when you're just working on stuff and everything or even as a placeholder um for you know the finished inking because in digital art you can often change colors and such so even the black color could just be um could just be a stand-in for while you're working on the piece but all in all um you know you're gonna want to figure out which inking type you're going for here are you going for smooth inking that just kind of either disappears or is like a shit a tiny bit lighter or a tiny bit darker than the color that surrounds it or are you going for straight up black inking where it's very apparent which is what we're going for in the bedroom in Arl because that's how it is and so one of the important things about doing paintings like this where <laughs> sorry about that um, where you know the inking is apparent and everything um, what you're gonna want to do is you're gonna want to reference your pe the piece as well as draw now I've been given this useful tip before and it's never really helped me until now but a very useful tip is to look at your reference more than you look at what you're actually drawing now for those of us who haven't practiced this a whole lot this might be hard at first but in the long run it helps you out and I'm currently working on this too this is kind of a practice slash you know working on actual work thing so you know you're gonna want to reference your piece and the reason why is because um oftentimes you know the inking isn't going to be consistent um you what I used to ink Van Gogh's bedroom and Arl so far is this script brush and that's because you can just by pressing down on the screen a little bit you can make it thicker or or you know um, holding off a little bit you can make it thinner and everything and vice versa and you can all and you can also do it as lightly as possible and it makes it thin it makes it very thin as well as making it seem like there's less opacity if that makes sense you know you don't apply it as hard so it's not as apparent and that's one of the important things is because if you want to make it more at least a little bit more realistic then what you're going to need to do is also study up on the thicknesses of everything and like I said um, use your ref use a reference photo or something and the cool thing about Procreate is that one of its new features is that you can actually add a reference you can import a photo from your photos library and have that be your reference and you can move stuff around inside of the reference just like you do on an actual canvas the only difference is is you can it's it's a small little thing that you can expand or contract you know make it bigger or smaller 
but it's something, you know, it's something that I found very useful. You can zoom in on it and everything. It's become a very important thing to this whole entire process because I have not memorized it. Memorized it. So it's always good. And for those of us who are doing uh, pencil and paper art um, and stuff like that, I used to call it a traditional art. Um, but for those of us who are doing art like that, um, you know, what you could do for reference is you could just have your phone or, you know, something like that. Something, I recommend something bigger, but, you know, if that's all you really have on hand, you know, maybe you're doing something important on all your other devices or someone's borrowed them, then at least have your phone or something. But I rec I'd recommend a bigger screen just because you can see more of everything because things around objects, um, especially in art, tend to, you know, affect objects as well, you know, for example, yet again, we go back to layering, you know, and I haven't really touched on layering very much before, but basically think about it like this, you know, how um, take a clear piece of paper, just imagine a clear piece of paper, like one of those plastic things you put over, uh, you put paper into, you know, Make sure it doesn't get stained or anything like that. Well, imagine, like, a plastic piece of paper. It still acts like paper, it's just see-through like plastic. Alrighty. Well, let's say you draw a cat face on one of those see-through pieces of paper. And then you draw a rose that's supposedly in its mouth on another piece of clear paper. But you put that behind the cat face. Now... If the rose is sticking out, you know, at the sides because it's longer than the cat face, well then we're only going to see where it sticks out at because the cat face is blocking it. But if we move the rose in the rose, uh, the rose paper in front of the cat face, then it looks like the cat is holding it in its mouth rather than it's like on the back of their neck or something. So that's basically what layers are. You, you can imagine it like that. And, um, the layers, layers are important. They're very important in digital art. Um, I'm not sure if there's really anything for layers in paper and pencil kind of art. I can only really think of when in the old animation technique where they do something roughly sim similar to this, but only to, but the difference was, is that they used it to animate a moving, whatever, a moving Cinderella or something. But, yeah, so layers layers can be important and everything. And I forget what I was originally talking about now, other than, you know, about recreating the bedroom at Arles. But, you know, the basic point is is that, you know, you've got, you've got to ink, ink it all in correctly and everything. And the next thing that I'm doing personally, now you don't have to do this, if you're good at painting digitally or if you're doing this in real life, then this should be easy for you. But what I'm doing, instead of using actual painting brushes, I tried that, I failed miserably. What I'm doing is, first I'm applying quote-unquote flat colors to the canvas. Now, it's not the color itself that's flat, it's the, I guess, the application of the color. Think of it like, um, in a children's digital coloring book, you know, how you can just tap, uh, let's say, tap on a wall in a drawing of a room and it becomes a blue color, you know, the whole entire 
wall becomes this blue color and it's not the color itself that's flat it's just the way it looks is more 2d that's basically what I'm doing now in the first stages of this and I'm you know I'm looking at my reference and I'm looking back at my own thing and you know I'm I'm getting the like the green splotches on the floorboards which are as far as I know are they supposed as far as we know they're supposed to be highlights because of the bounce light off the golden bed frame and stuff like that um, we'll be talking more about that kind of thing later I do think but um basically you know I you know I go in with the flat color for the floor the walls and everything and then I add more details with more quote-unquote flat colors but the thing is is when you layer flat colors and everything, it starts to look better and better, you know, as you give it more detail and everything, you know, and this is a part of the layering process and using layers to our advantage. Because like I've said in the past, you don't want everything on the same layer. That is a very bad idea, especially in digital art. Now in paper and pencil art, you can't really help that because there's no such thing as layers there, except in, you know, animation and stuff, but then you have to get, like, a special kind of paper kind of thing, and then blah, blah, blah. But the thing is, is that, you know, you, you gotta keep, you gotta keep layers together in digital art, but you gotta, don't have to merge them all down. But anyways, so, you know, this is where layers become very important, because on, on your layers, you want things separated, usually by color you know but of course it's always up to you to make the call whether or not to separate certain things and everything but you know that's just what I'm doing it's just first I'm doing flat colors not necessarily all on one layer but you know that's the first step and then I start building it up and everything and that's what I'm doing in the middle of doing right now I'm building it up but anyways this podcast is already long enough and plus, this is all I really have so far, so, like I said before, they'll possibly, this is my possible part two, now time for the possible part three, coming up Friday, maybe. <laughs> See you all later, and goodbye.